But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. gonna watch the newest episode of gridiron heights all right oh, here we go you son of a bitch hang on let me get all right, all right i'm clocking out just, i don't just stay i don't have in the time for this all right joe have a good night thanks for coming uh, on. joe don't yeah, you dare so, so guys uh don't forget to watch whenever brendan advertises it uh me take all of his money oh yeah i'm money. excited for this hundred dollar no whoa. this is like whoa hundred dollars yeah. before the fall dude Whose PlayStation Network name is BLD Loft? Because they've been playing Rocket League as well. Um, that is, is that Dan. I think that's, that's Dan. Dan, right? I believe that's Dan. Yeah. Well, Dan had to change his name. He will. He was just paying local dads, and then they made him change it uh, like a year ago, right? Mm. That's fucked. Yeah, we're being censored. It's not fair. But no, uh, Brendan and Joe are doing a thing along the lines of like when Tiger Woods and David Duvall used to play golf one on one for a million dollars at Torrey Pines or whatever. Um, just for the fuck of it yeah there's a reference to golf from 20 years ago <laughs> for everybody that's it's just something oh, I remember it's, a, it's Joe Bucks I get that because that's his name right Joe Buck oh that's funny Joe Buck <laughs> is this like shown on ESPN or is this a YouTube thing this is a Bleacher Report joint um, they don't credit any of the writers in the immediate uh there's like no credits, nothing like that. So I don't know who fucking writes it. I don't know who directs it. I don't know anything about it. More like bleaker report this shit. Um, you got him. You see me get him right there. What I got him? You got him. We it won't. But we won't watch one from season one because I did not look up any of Donald Trump's tweets. But we will watch this one. Uh, it is called "Eliminated Stars Joined Together to Steal the NFC Playoff Spot." NFC East Playoff Spot. You did it. Here we have it. Oh, let me turn the volume up before we start. Because uh, it's right. a joke a minute in this. It's a laugh riot. It really yeah. is. They pack it in. It's like it 30 really is very funny. Sean. Hang in there. Poor guy's life is a nightmare. <sighs> Try to clean house, but the dirt runs deep here. The NFC East winner will be announced at the annual NFC Feast. There's likely to be a team with a losing record. What if Am I allowed to pause this or point the out East. the jokes? Because <laughs> sure. pause, yes. pause whenever you want. They'll work lambs. Assemble. You want CMC to join fake team? It's time for a recruiting montage. Yes, let's go. We're looking for elite players. I'll go. Oh, well, yeah. I'm in. It's TJ Hawkinson from the Lions. You guys came to me. Oh, right, right. right. Uh, do we have to include a Bengal? Sneak a Zach. <gasps> Heard y'all needed a coach. The goal is to seem so legit. Why are they mad at TJ Hawkinson? One, two, three. <laughs> I think the joke is that he's wasted ah, on the Lions. What is it? Surprisingly great rates from State Farm. Wait, doesn't everyone get this? Uh, There's an ad oh, in the video. Content. There's an ad in the video. Hello, I'm BB Volt. I hate children and following your dreams. Oh God, I'm lying and I feel terrible about it. Have we breached their security yet? Let us hit computer. Hacking into mainframe. Oh, well, you have football jerseys, so sure, come in. Okay, young way. 
go charm everyone. Up right, up the face right, I'm doing, right. it's like I'm not doing it on purpose. Yes, my face watching the show. No, my leg may or may not be cramping. My apologies, fantasy managers. Luckily, no one seems to be paying attention to James Robinson. He used to be the Connecticut Clans before me. Spam toe sold us out. Clean exchange, ready to run. Hello, NFC East. The Delaware Clams. Last few weeks we've been hot. The Giants, us, the Clams, I guess. Uh, Well, we're 9-5. and We played the Bengals and Jags and stuff. Oh, God. Am I addicted to lying? And the winner of the division, the Clams. Look, I never doubted the old Zach Pack here for a second. Wait, you never doubted an NFC East team? That doesn't seem right. They wrong! Get him! Yippee young way, motherfucker. I got him! Jalen, don't run! No, no, let This is fucking awful. Are you really going to be no Oh, my God! No, Dad, I'll hit Alex Smith I feel like I'm in Brandon oh, muted me for some reason. I, I, was was I, I was just, I was casting uh, a wide net to see who was echoing. Hi, I'm Carson. I took a few guesses. Are you sure you did? <laughs> oh my God, this is God damn it, dude. That's so good. Oh, it's so funny. I mean, it, it is funny. It's, it's funny. The writing is smart. You have to say that. It's just like I, it, when it, every time they finish, I just go, I can't believe it. Like I can't believe it. I mean, it's still going. It was still going. I gotta find credits. Tags. I, I just, I can't. I can't believe that a bunch of people sat down and and wrote this whole thing and made it, and then they put it out there, and then it's and again, it's. The, it's, it's also gotta, animated. It's gotta stay. It's gotta stay farm plug in the middle of it. Mm, so fucked up. Stay okay. Farm plug. Um, you it, know, what? It, I respect it to be honest. It rules. It's it's uh, a test. This is a, a shot at me, but I've finally like literally just googled Gridiron Heights to try and get some information on this, and I will read you their uh their fan fandom wiki. It is a. An animated YouTube series created by Dan, Dan Worthington and currently written by Dennis Flynn and Chris Thompson for the sports journalism website Bleacher Report, starring parodies of various NFL Michael players, Flynn, teams, son. coaches, executives, I'm just going to keep on through, and other football-related persons or events. The series premiered with The Flashy Rookie and, his, and The Forgotten Star on September 13, 2016 and <laughs> has since been updated every Tuesday during the NFL season. There are currently four full seasons on YouTube of 21 to 23 episodes. Each episode is about one minute long. Yeah, okay. Well. And this guy read or what? Well, and, and I do have some information on Dennis Flynn. Yep. Um, his, his Twitter four hours ago says, my favorite episode of the year. It features the Delaware Clams, the NFC Feast. Uh, it, it's whatever we just saw. It's that, yeah. No, it yeah, was that was his favorite was, episode of the year. Team of it was the Pro Bowl team. That there was like thirty seconds there, right before I shouted, where I dissociated, like I fell apart. I I really love watching these specifically because there's a point where everyone stops sort of commenting on it and then just sits there and watches and then is like, I can't. None of it, it, it. It's almost sitting in awe of the like that it's happening. And this is what I said. I uh, I, I and the, this is this is no brag. I want to be clear. But I've I've done stand I've done stand up comedy just enough oh. times to remember that when somebody bombs, like nobody 
no one remembers that you bomb. You will never remember any of the bad jokes from that Gridiron Heights episode. But you sit there and you just sort of can't believe that it's happening while it's happening. Like you're just watching. So you just stand and just watch someone struggle there and you're just going like, oh no, oh no, oh no. I've fallen asleep like, during a stand-up act before, actually. <laughs> not bad. On a cruise, I was like really fucking drunk. I, <laughs> I, I, I fell asleep waiting to go on stage at an open mic uh, because I was too drunk. It's dark in there, and it was one o'clock in the morning. I was at UCB East, which it's is now closed. Warm, you're I was waiting to go. I was waiting to go up, and then I went up. I think like second to last at about one a.m. To and I performed to about six people in a room that would ordinarily fit a hundred. <laughs> and then I went home and it's a, and it's a really great way to spend your time. And it's a perfectly valid reason to move to New York city. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of spending time. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> Last tweet of this guy is spending a lot of time and money on thoughtful gifts for my bros, but not wrapping them. So it still seems casual. Zero retweets, two likes. Yeah. This is the writer. to wrap gifts for your friends. Right yeah. What is I'm his name again? Him. Dennis Flynn, D fly away home. Oh my god. <laughs> D fly away home. Oh, there he is. <laughs> he doesn't even have a writer, showrunner of Gridiron Heights. Mike, how many Twitter followers do you have? Uh, 400. Does anybody have that beat? I, del- I deleted all mine. I think this 100. guy has some 412 on the show. Oh, I got it. I got a lot. Whoa, five sixty six. Whoa, I'm up this, there. This the the writer showrunner of Gridiron Heights has six hundred and thirty followers. Damn, he's better than us. That's <laughs> fucked, dude. Um, and he's got a platform, but there's no credits on his show. Nobody. No. I think <laughs> our our most followed guest ever was Bryce. Um, he's got like eleven thousand. Whoa. Um, but you for that. Uh, he's got a bunch of he's got multiple Twitch streams that he's. Bryce on. is a hardworking mm-hmm. man. And, you know, oh, these I, these Twitch streamers are getting too too rich powerful. for mm-hmm. me. Too and powerful. I think I think, they I think where Drew, they came from. I think Drew. I think Drew is second at. Well, yeah. he he has more now than he did a year ago when he came on. But um, I just want to say that I don't call them followers. I call them friends. That's it. <laughs> okay. Close personal friends that mm-hmm. me and yeah, my followers, we are, we're, we die for each other. And that's mm-hmm. just what this, it is. But unironically, <laughs> the, you know, uh, the, I, I, there, I now have uh, just enough, not, not enough followers, but I think I, there's just enough interaction on my tweets um, that I now have people who follow me Um who I guess see it because of the way that the algorithm works that if people are replying to you, your tweets could see more. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's people that follow me that I don't follow who will jump into conversations and I immediately get mad at them. And if I had <laughs> 10,000, if I had 10,000 followers, I'd be sent to jail. Dude, imagine <laughs> being a celebrity. It must be tough. Yeah. Am I right? I, I genuinely couldn't handle it. I Dude, would, it's I would be lose so, it. It's going to be so hard to be freaking Chrissy Teigen or, um, Someone who uh, is on but racist on they all, they all turn off notifications. <laughs> they don't even read the their their response. Their oh no, Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen definitely Chrissy does, does because she's always mad about it. Into the dirt. She, she she stays mad, but most I love when the I love when the cute people go after her. It's so it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
I um no they I, have I, they pull up good stuff on there. They're like, oh Chrissy like you know, they say like whatever fake stuff about like oh Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are like, you know, constantly oh, like answer. raping children. But then someone in the replies will like there's a video of Chrissy Teigen riding around with I think James Corden. And then she just they're like talking about cannibalism and they're saying like if you would eat a person or not. And Chrissy Teigen's like, Well, if someone tells you it's okay, like doesn't that make it okay? And then they'll just like <laughs> drop they'll like drop one of those in their flies. So they'll start off with like some batshit crazy stuff and then they'll like just drop weird shit that they've said throughout the It's always one percent of truth. Like that, that that there's always one percent truth to it. It's like uh, like so much of the Epstein stuff where it's just like I think it's more than one percent truth. Well, seven to ten percent. <laughs> I mean, truth. the island is real. That's always the craziest thing that the island is real. Like if somebody <laughs> said, "Hey, did you guys know that like uh, two of our very recent presidents were like very good friends with this guy who has a pedophile island?" You'd be like, "Get out of here!" And I'm like, "Nope, the island's the island's real." The island is real. He really moved the Overton window, so to speak. <laughs> every Epstein really raised the plausibility of just every sexual predator story. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, Not the Ikea one, though. What's yeah, the Ikea no, that was one? the Wayfair. Wayfair. Wait, Wayfair? Oh, sorry, yeah, Wayfair, yeah. Whatever. Now, I got that's... mad at my younger brother for that one. Not because I really thought it was real, but like as soon as I posted it in the group chat, I was like, check this shit out. He started like yelling at me. I was like, don't fucking yell at me. Well, you believe this now? Ian was like, or Ian was like really hyped up like during the the early part of the pandemic. If anybody said anything that was like, you know, perceived as like incorrect information, he's like, I'm telling you right fucking now. My brother is cool also guy to be. I like that. Uh, totally, totally, totally joyless. He was, uh, hey, that's my point. Hey, you're looking at my life. Just <laughs> um, no joy, just we have, Tom Cromwell shit. And, and, and <laughs> <laughs> we, we had, and granted, a lot of them were, were, were either neutral or not on the correct side of the Black Lives Matter protests. Um, but people, like, genuinely reaching out to me and going just like, is Ian is he okay? And I was like, why would you ask me that? Like, yeah, he's okay. He's like, he's posting a lot on Instagram. And it's like, well, what does that have to do with like, okay. And then you like, it was just those, those like ones where you click and it's like seven slides of just like, are you a good ally? Like here's seven ways to know if you're a good ally. It's like a modern Buzzfeed basically. Oh yeah. I, I, Ian had me questioning whether I was a good ally. And I was like, I'd like to think I'm a pretty, pretty fair one. It's the thought that counts. Yeah, I mean, he had me thinking <laughs> I was, not. like, deep in QAnon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, like, I posted this thing. It was like, check out this Wayfair thing. It was like, you know what? They, on its face, like, they're cooking with gas. Like, why is this cabinet $30,000 and named uh, Michelle? Like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm listening. You got me there. Um, and then I just got yelled at. He was like, this isn't true. This is, uh, and it's like, like, okay, okay. You looked at it for 10 seconds. Like, how dare you tell me that my mm, uh, right-wing I, conspiracy theory, theory is false. Yeah, I think more likely it's that, like, in the, the I figure it's like, because there was some weird shit in Milwaukee going on with sex trafficking, of, like, there being, a, like, a house that's suspected in sex trafficking getting surrounded by people. I remember and that, then, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, people, like, were looking in, like, a van outside, and then, um, I don't know, there was, like, some, like, kids, like, weird, like, bloody swim trunks. And then they, like, went inside the house and, like, found a ledger that was, like, saying, like, this person's name and, like, had sex with and, like, this many times and marked it off. And then, 
like the police surrounded the area. And then obviously they were like shooting people with um, rubber bullets and shit. And then they said, the police said that they searched the house and that no one was in there. And then like about like an hour or so later, maybe longer, then they like snuck a shitload of, they snuck like 10 people out of the house and just drove off. And then no, no information ever, no information about what was going on in the house. It's absolutely nothing. So I'm thinking more likely is that your local police departments um, are just in on sex trafficking and then maybe higher up in the same way that like the CIA sold drugs to like get money is I'm sure that the CIA is just like doing sex trafficking in the U.S. to like raise money. In, in very much like a uh, profitable oh, the, market. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the cost of doing business. You know, we I got I got hired to my job, and they were already doing it. And one of my yeah, and there's know, also like up in this whole thing as soon as I get hired. Like no, no, no. Yeah, and there's also like weird CIA clips of people being like, so if you had like um, uh, what is it, somebody who is like a snitch or whatever? Oh, a confidential informant. And your confidential informant says that like, oh yeah, I'll give you this information if you give me like a prostitute. It was like, would you do it? And then like, oh yeah, sure. It's like, okay, well, what if that like informant said they wanted like a, you know, a child prostitute? And they're like, you know, we do that too. So, I mean, and that's just like out in the open. I don't know what to say about that. There's got to be a line. I... We, now, our, lo- our small town local police. Uh, now, we, we have a, a notable, very few. No. Uh, very few local police chiefs get brought up on federal hate crime charges, but ours managed to. <laughs> Wait, but the, didn't, oh. the, didn't the one before New Sarah, didn't he like put a hit out on his wife or something? Uh, yes, he put a hit out on his that, wife. <laughs> I, knew, I knew the daughter of the wife. No. That was that was the city, was. that was Bordentown City Police Department, yeah. as I recall. Okay, well, Bordentown so both city and township. People, so that By the way, I I mentioned the other day that as uh, in a very affected way, I've started doing two like the like this. Uh, it probably coincided with watching The Sopranos, but now I do it uh, without thinking about it, and I I really enjoy it. Taylor Moon, twice. Be, gonna make a lot of sense on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Mike. <laughs> well, it's in the in the in the, the, the rock on the Mike uh, likes uh, visual bits. He just Ronnie likes doing Ronnie it. James Dio. Bit. I just want to see uh, him happy. I've James been doing the uh, sort of Hawaiian thing since. Uh, the, the, the hang loose. Yeah, the shotgun. Okay, number number one, number two, and you do, and then you do a uh, sort of hang loose. Yeah, Ow, got darn with it. Sick. Mike That's is the, really making my job tough. At the two-hour mark of this podcast, he starts doing visual look, bits. In for a penny, in for a pound. If you're listening at the two-hour mark, you're here for this. Oh, uh, Brendo's suffering so hard producing. No, I don't, I don't the guy who the guy who admits you, every you week try he producing Wait, three podcasts that you're not on, sir. <laughs> With like a headset <laughs> over top of it. So. What did you say to me, Tegan? You heard me, bitch. I actually didn't hear you. She doesn't care for your hat, hair, headphone combination. A backwards cap with a headset over top of it. Yeah. Uh, I just got a shower before I did the podcast. And, I've been uh, wearing this hat all day, so my, crazy. my hair is pasted to my head, so I've been wearing this hat. There you go, Mike Whalen. <laughs> Blues Traveler over here. <laughs> I've got the Walter wait, wait, White on, hat on. Wait, <laughs> I, I, I yeah, devil lock like I'm in the damn misfits. <laughs> there you go. Everybody looks hey, like there we go. Stay I'm, out of my I'm, territory. I'm, I'm Glenn Dan I'm Glenn Danzig. Mike is John Popper. 
and it's uh it's fancy dress Halloween. Okay. Oh, put that hat back on. Kind of talented man. Put your popper hat. He's a fantastic harmonica player. Can't. uh, I mean, he seems like a weird guy online. Certainly. I look like a member of Hanson. They didn't wear a lot of hats. Hey, hey, they were very successful. There's no shame in that. I mean, now they're just. Were they umbop? Yeah, they're just really terrible now. They like. They love Trump. They're Midwest, you know. I was going to ask forward here. (laughs) (laughs) Umbop their way right into QAnon. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any fun hats, you know. Unfortunately, I uh, I think it'd be funny to buy own a cowboy hat. I want to own a cowboy hat. Mostly, just I don't think I'd ever wear it outside the house. But I think there would be times where I'd just put it on and watch television. And I think that's a perfectly valid reason to own a cowboy hat. For sure. Uh, my brother owns like some sort of cowboy hat, and there's also a very good picture of him at uh, during COVID. Of him dressed like Laura Dern in, <laughs> in what? In, in Jura- what? Jurassic, in Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> <Solid>. <laughs> he was wearing his hat. Tegan, you don't have to have a picture of that, do you? But he was wearing his hat. He had like green, like khaki shorts, and, like uh, like a buttoned up. It was it's so fucking funny. He looks exactly his outfit is exactly like Laura Dern's. I might be able to. Uh, I'll never have Ian on the show. I refuse to let him defend himself. Let let your man's live. Here we go. That's good hat. <laughs> That's right. That's Wearing right. the definitive the Mets Apple home run hat. <laughs> Now that's real devotion. I like and that. I know that the Mets that. new ownership is going to turn the seven line. Around. That's right. Uncle Steve bought me this hat. I have, I, to get down, I have to get down really low to get the whole hat in the frame. We're deep enough in this podcast where I can sort of complain about Mike uh, putting $3 on my fantasy team, even though he only put $2 on the guy who won three years in a row. Uh, like, that's true. This is can uh, I Can kinda, I say, can I say, can I say this? Kind of an interesting move. Can I say this in my defense? Yes. I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I take it I, as a mark I, of respect. I I got I, I saw that everyone got mentioned uh, and it said please do this because I get and I thought that there was some sort of like time limit like I was going to have to do arbitration quickly and then I did all my arbitration like immediately and then I looked and realized that no one else had done it and then I felt stupid and I immediately knew that I'd done it incorrectly and I did so oh you did fine that league is that league is <laughs> okay, so. Hard. so- He's like, I did pretty well last year, and then I look at all the other teams, and uh, just everybody is so good. By the way, I said before, and I think I was looking at this picture of Ian when I said it, he looks like John Walker Lind, the American Taliban. So this is where we're at now. We just we just had this picture. <laughs> so this is, this is a now infamous picture of my brother when <laughs> he and I stayed at my parents' shore house, and one night I made, like, just the strongest pot brownies. They were fucking uh. knock you on your ass, ass pot brownies. And I had some, it was while the last dance was going on. And I remember that specifically because I took the pot brownie at like seven or seven thirty, and I couldn't get to get it together in time to watch the last dance. And, uh, 
then I just fell asleep after the show was over. And uh, he, he apparently in the night had taken just an immeasurable amount. Like, I don't know how much he took. He doesn't smoke weed. He doesn't do anything like that. Oh, he just, no. He yes, just he does. that will do it to you. Yes, he, he does. Not, he doesn't, like, get his own weed, but he definitely smokes with it. Right, yeah. He'll just, like, when there's ten people around and the joint goes around, he'll, like, do a little puffy puff and then pass. That's not smoking weed. Uh, okay, well, some people who do that are oh, smoking weed. Guys, oh, I didn't mean it like that, but like, I just I think don't some people who do really that are kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna edit that part out. I'm gonna look cool. Um, but so he takes oh. just like just destroys himself on this pop round. He wakes me up in the middle of the night with his legs, knees knocking together, asking what he can do to end this. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm worried. I'm gonna jump into the lake and go to sleep. Mike doing another visual bit. <laughs> Honestly, Ian's the type of person who would, in the middle of the night, take the kayak out alone. He's like, I'm he's- worried I'm going to go kayaking. I'm worried I'm going to go swimming. It's like, don't go swimming. Like, just don't. Just go lay down. It's like, go yeah. do one of the stereotypical things that you hear stoners do. Go listen to music. Go watch a movie. If I had those kind of same, I don't know, urges... In the middle of the night, I would not be doing weed ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I just want to wake up at 3 in the morning and take the kayak out. Yeah. <laughs> it's because Ian's pure chaos energy, like in every way, but in the best way. He's impulsive. He's very impulsive, yes. Where did you get yeah, that, Mike? <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, Mike's got a light-up Mets bought this for me for my birthday off of uh, uh, a lesbian couple who live up in College Point in Queens. That tracks. Uh, and... <laughs> um and uh she thought she needed to take it in to be fixed because it didn't work correctly but as it turns out um when she had me carry it from the car wrapped in a blanket so i wouldn't know what it was uh, i didn't know where the pressure points were and i immediately broke it so Uh, the real cost and it was her paying for me to fix where i snapped it it looks great that hurts it looks very cool Hey, and and the Mets are surely going to win a championship within the decade. Yeah, it's all going to turn around. I hope. so. Well, yeah, they're going to sign DJ Lemayhew, and obviously, yeah, he's just not a product of, of Yankee Stadium at all. No, they're going to give him twenty-five million dollars a year. Well, no, the we Steve do the Ballmer uh, method has worked famously. We do the uh, you know you you you, th- you just throw some money around to whoever's available. Like when City got their uh, new owners, and they. Gave a bunch of money to Rubinho, and then he turned out to be a rapist, and that's just what it is. But yeah, I really, yeah. I really shouldn't joke. It is purely random who wins in baseball <laughs> at this point. So the Mets absolutely oh, can some win. Some teams have better chances than others. <laughs> it's yeah, just the okay. Orioles fans. Once you, if you get- <laughs> 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 just we're out of here trying. Matt has just watched as all of his wonderful prospects wow. have just been traded away and flourished elsewhere. Hey, Matt, I traded Matt Rushman. Uh, yeah, he did. Fantasy he, league. He's nice. To Out me. of pure benevolence, and also I got a pitcher I liked. I'd be happy <laughs> to trade you Mount Castle. I don't know if I'm going to go for that one. Dude, I think Mount, Mount. I think Castle. Mount Castle's so good. I, like I would Castle. only. I would only trade him to Matt. He played well. He played. No, don't, come on! Don't do me like that. Listen, if you're in, you're in. All right, but it's got to be quality on my end, or no deal. That's true. I'm glad I found. I forgot I had this hat. Actually, it's, I do have a novelty hat. So, it is very. It, it is a very good hat. 
it's I've I've almost never wear it because there's nowhere appropriate to wear this really, but it's funny think, to have. I think I would disagree and say everywhere's appropriate for that hat. Wear this. This is my hat that I wear to funerals. <laughs> I would wear it too. <laughs> I have like this really bad habit of laughing at the worst points at funerals. I had to do like a poem. That's what happens in the Bare Naked Ladies song. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, is this that song? No, but it's like, it's not, it's not funny though. Like it's actually like terrible. I was like standing up there with my sister, just like hysterically laughing, trying to do this stupid poem for my aunt. And my dad's just like, you can just go. Just take it, just take a laugh. That sounds terrible for you. Oh my god! Sounds Why so are you bad. laughing? Yeah. Did he really? Did he really Sorry say take a lap? That. What are you gonna do? You gotta go. My so you, you she, can't be here. Okay, so what was the poem? Like, she was my aunt by marriage. She was like really fucking old, and she was she was an alcoholic my whole life, and she never called me the right name. Like Blown she the fuck out. Like, call me the right name. All right, so I'm gonna put some uh, some blame on the people asking you to participate in the funeral proceedings well, at all. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, and she once locked me in What my did she used to call you? Was it like a variation of Tegan or just... Like compl- Tina. <laughs> so it wasn't even like oh, such one a of nice old person thing to do. <laughs> no, my I grandmother now. She, she locked me and my sister in our bedroom once when she was supposed to babysit us and wouldn't feed us. But like let my brother <laughs> run like a mug and like Mike, Brendan, you know my brother. So <laughs> like... Yeah. Whatever. The bitch is dead. <laughs> what was the, the poem wasn't the funny. Not, not a funny poem. I don't even, it was about Matt, shit. I've rearranged the tiles so that we're right next to each other. Can you just please uh. look directly into the camera so I can get us together in the, with our devil locks? Oh, there you Thank go. Thank you. <laughs> cool, guys. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Brendan. You can take your hat off and you can also do a devil lock if you want. I, I don't yeah, think I'm capable of it. I think you're being racist right Neil's now. Neil's hair is too lustrous. It won't, uh, it won't, it's not greasy enough to come forward yeah. like that. You should have been wearing a hat all day, Neil. Recently. I'm by <laughs> far the most balding person on this. Hey, man, your shit isn't that yours, If we're going bald, dude, it looks fine. Yeah, you, you look my, really good, man. My hair is too fresh. It's doing okay. I can't do this. Look. It doesn't happen. Yeah, well, Brendan's hair j- only grows up. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even imagine that. That's crazy. <laughs> Brendan's hair. Uh, uh, well, I remember we we talked about when he said that every time he ever went, he he always cut his own hair because he hated going to barbers because they're just because they were too lazy to do anything smart with it. <laughs> and, and I and they're just like it's so thick, like you should really just cut it all off. And I and I said I'm just like, have you ever looked at like have you ever considered just getting uh, a black haircut. I'm just, and I, I'm just like, he did not say it like that, though. I did. No, I said you. you know I, no, I specifically said that you should look at what Alex Oxlade Chamberlain has done with his hair. <laughs> yeah, you never said a black the, haircut, though. But that's what. But yeah, I said, I it was like it's the natural volume that it grows just up. Yeah. And then, I, like your hair does the same thing. It's a different texture, but like you can use the fact that it, like that it just grows that way, and, and you, you sort of work with, rock. work with what happens. I, I have a quick question here because, uh, you know, unfortunately for trying to discuss about black people's hair, this is, uh, as far as I know, all white people. Um, but so Correct. for white people with dreadlocks, that is a no. That no. I didn't, I did that not suggest no. Brendan get dreadlocks, nor oh, no, did I'm I just, suggest. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm just going over the ground rules here. You so, can't, can't get dreadlocks. Yeah, we're just underlining this. No. Okay, so white people, no dreadlocks. And then white people, cornrows. No. Also, no. No, the no. most you can do is like a French braid. 
Okay, okay, but but here's what I think might be okay. What about waves? Can white people do waves? I knew somebody who did waves that was white. He was a ginger. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and, always funny. <laughs> and he, he went by Joe so I think it's okay. <laughs> Uh, I, you could do waves. Cause that, yeah, cause it's just like, you're just combing your hair and you have to get it cut in a kind of a stupid way. You look like, Brent, you look like <laughs> Brendan from the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. I feel like. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think, I think waves is like the, as far as you can get away from white hair and still get away with it. I mean, I think one of the worst things I ever saw when I worked at the mall was this kid come up to like my window and he was white and he's like wave check and i was like you're (laughs) i was like first of all it's not reflective second of all you are white and your hair like you it it was it was embarrassing for everyone around Mm. it just really was but just just a white guy that has like the comb and is just constantly combing (laughs) his waves is an amazing look I, I I I really love that. I I love anyone of uh, of any race who is uh, desperately trying to be black. I think it's very funny. There, <laughs> there was this guy uh, we went to high school with named Gravier, um, who who was like that, and he was fantastic. And specifically, I remember um, that my my friend Wade would always tell a story about being in a group with him where they had to like basically make like some sort of like pitch, like basically some like, like marketing States. I can't remember this class or why they would have to do this, but there's the, 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 t- the state they were tasked with was Pennsylvania. It's in high school. At, at, yes. I don't, I don't know why this happened. <laughs> this is why we're, this is why, this is why we're like, this is why I we're did like it. this. I found it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> But Adam Driver vibes. He looks but, like Laura Dern. He looks like Laura Dern. But um, Gravier <laughs> was I making. You sug- were looking for that. Gravier was making suggestions in the uh, in the group of like pitches, like of like state mottos that they could use for Pennsylvania, and um, and he was just saying, he's just like, all right, how about this? He's like Pennsylvania, the land of opportunity. And everyone's just like, I don't know, man. And it's like, how about this? It's like Pennsylvania, the land to smoke. And I say, and I say, and I say, Pennsylvania, I say, Pennsylvania, the land to smoke, like once a day. It's been funny to me for twenty years. <laughs> That's gonna be the one thing from this conversation that rattles around my brain for thirty years. Fifty-two I, or whatever it is. I also remember him right being. Now. I also remember him being sent to the office because he was trying to do layups with his uh, like uh, a like a, a shopping bag of his gym clothes, like his the sweaty gym clothes that he was taking home, and he just kept trying to shoot in the basketball hoop, and it got stuck up there, and then he got yelled at and sent to the office for that. <laughs> Which, by the, it wasn't it wasn't for that specifically. It was for all of his behavior all the time, but. <laughs> I seem to remember somebody in gym in, in gym class very similarly. Just like, all right, we got like an open period. Like, what do you guys want to play today? And and just like his hand shoots up in the air, and like the gym teacher looks at him and goes like, "Not basketball." And he just puts his hand back down. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys did you guys do archery back in the day? God, I, I wish mi- I did it in middle school. Not even close. Okay, that would have so ruled. That's fun. Yeah. We had to do archery and um, ultimate frisbee, and I never really understood what that had to do with physical education. You're just learning games. You're actually yeah, learning a sport, games, I guess. 
Uh, I mean, Ultimate Frisbee, you're running around, at least. Yeah, it's a lot of running. I mean, I sprained my ankle during Ultimate Frisbee, but it was probably uh, my uh, worst moment. I was definitely like a gym class all star. I was trying very hard in gym. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no, I was like, I was like going gym hard. Class hero. I loved every second of it. It, it, uh, I mean, I, I was all for it. I was, um, oh, God, before middle school, before like, I, I got self awareness pretty late in life, um, and I, I, in in elementary school, uh, pretty much up until sixth grade, I would freak out in gym class if people weren't performing up to my standard like it, it was it was ugly and like t- teachers teachers were laughing at me because i was so pissed off like i was just losing it like in like in nfl films like when you see like philip rivers just fucking just just losing his mind screaming on like the sidelines like that was me every day in gym just class. like yelling at somebody who's been walking people, the yeah, entire pe- game yeah, people didn't care as much as i did and i and i couldn't live with it i couldn't i i just could not stand the idea that anyone else wasn't giving everything to win wasn't willing to run through walls because I played youth football when I was 11 that, years old. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of uh, my friend Jack. I went and played uh, like pickup hockey with him and his dad. And his dad did one of the funniest things. I've, his dad is just a naturally really goofy and funny guy. But like, we so we stopped by his dad's house before we go to the rink and skate. And then, um, so a lot of people who like tape their stick are kind of particular about like how they tape the knob. Because like I put like a little like extra layer under mine where it has like a, a little like rope kind of around it. So I have like grooves for my fingers. So anyways, people have like specific ways to do it. And his dad got him a stick and he's like, well, you know, Jack, I can, uh, I can take your, take your stick for you. And I'm like, okay, you know, not very interesting. And then he just starts like taping it and he just starts out with a roll and he just starts at the top and he just keeps going and going and going and going. And then um, he's like, Hey dad, I, I think that's enough. And he's like, nah, and he just keeps going and going and going. Literally goes until he runs out of tape. And he's like, all right, thanks, Dad. That's good. And he's like, eh, hold on a second. And then he comes back with another roll of, like, electric tape, which he would, like, pretty much never use on a stick, and then puts it on there. And then when we go to the actual, like, pickup game, um, so, like, me and Jack are in our mid-20s, per se. And then his dad is, like, I don't know, later 40s. And then there's, like, these two teenagers on our team. And this is, like, literally, like, 10 on 10, just pickup. And he's, like bitching and moaning on the bench that the young guys aren't giving it their all in this pickup game with like a ton of scrubs out there he's just like yeah i don't really think those guys are they're really not trying hard enough i don't think and he's like uh, he's like complaining to these teenagers that they need to skate harder in this (laughs) i listen how thick was the knob on that stick it was too thick it was way too thick like it was like like, a kettlebell yeah yeah, like (laughs) Like, sometimes goalies will have, like, a big knob at the end. But, like, you don't, like, this, I don't know, your hand fits around the stick pretty well. You don't need, like, extra layers. He but holds just, it like this. There's, like, a full handle. It's, like, the stick. And then he's got, like, a literal <laughs> just handhold. And he swings it, swings it like that with his fingers <laughs> in the groove. I, um, I, I don't know. As, as someone who took, like, rec sports extremely seriously until very recently, like, uh, I, I, I mean, I have very little space to, to make fun of. I remember being like 20 and playing on this beer league softball team and like laughing at these guys who were in their late 30s and who were just like extremely serious about it, but sucked. 
And then I a hundred percent became those guys once once I got <laughs> big into rec soccer. Like Brendan was there and saw all of the ugliness the entire time. It was like all of our friends, like like Mike would just like go to get a drink. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of people who just like wanted to just hang out and like have fun playing and drink, and I just wanted to be Roy Keane. Like I <laughs> I like I I couldn't stand it for a second that everyone else wasn't out there for blood. They would, and they like, would, and you it's because doing the this does not slip speech. Yeah, I was, do, I was doing the like, fucking Steven Gerrard. I was, do, lads. I, yeah, I was, I was doing that every fucking game. You that, were watching like, Miracle before every game too. Just <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I remember. No, no, Mike would Brent, be watching videos of soccer players with like bloody faces, like blood in their eyes. No, when like, when. Uh, got a claw with your fingernails. No, when when the yeah when 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 Roy Keane went studs up on Alf Inga Holland and like Wrong and movie. it pe- <laughs> I know <laughs> not a movie at all. This is real life. Got your ass. Um, and then no, I'm stu- talking about and myself. When he stood and he just stood over him and fucking screamed in his face after he just like destroyed his knee, and I'm just like, that's so cool. I'm like, I want to do that. And then just like, I know everyone here has work in the morning, but like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's like, and and it's all it's it's all like this, this is all something that a professional can work out. But um, for some reason, that was very important to me. And I remember one time where this uh, girl was running in on goal. And it's a 50-50 ball, and her and Brendan both went for it at the same time, and they just they clattered into each other. And I, Brendan came up unscathed, but I think she got the worst of it. Like Brendan's knee just drove into hers, and I, I guess just the angle, he, you know, didn't really feel much of anything, and she got hurt. And I just and I went up and I did the like too like a little too strong of a push in like Brendan's chest like the, the like and I just sound like that's a way to send a message. <laughs> <laughs> you can end up doing this, and I but I and I a hundred percent fucking meant it. There was not a joke at all. Oh, uh, it was actually nice. what, you're, you're you're the guy nice. in the article in the article of why co-ed sports are bad for women. Is this why girls are? That's it. We were they, yeah, they, they are. They are. Of, look and with all due respect to the, the women who are our team some of them were quite good it was just like i was there for violence that's the hundred percent of the reason i was there it wasn't supposed to be fun it wasn't like i was there i you know, I, I, I feel that though uh, i, I understand that as someone who got into all that in that moment that was kind of what I needed to hear because, like, whenever I knock somebody <laughs> down like that, I would just, like, immediately feel bad. And I was the goalie. So if I'm not playing aggressive, we're just going to get fucking person, rocked. Brandon, come on. So, like, so like, I, like, I thought I hurt this girl, and I didn't. But, like, I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, I still have you pinned. I'm sorry, Tegan. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, just, like, I thought I hurt this girl. And Mike came over. He's like, no, that's exactly how you have to play soccer. You go out there and you fucking knock heads. Don't well, that's the thing. worry about we, it. But, but also, you and I – uh, compared to basically everybody else out there, we we didn't play. Like I didn't I didn't play organized so soccer. You're coming at, off the bench and doing yeah, no, the speech. I didn't. No, I, I, was n- the worst I never. I didn't. I didn't play organized soccer until I was 22 years old. Brendan is playing goalie. Uh, you know, and when's the last time that you played? When I was like 12. Yeah. And like neither of us are cut out for this, even at, at recreational level. So the only thing that we can really bring is is, violence. is 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 violence. Yeah, we can we can come out here and goons. just yeah no, it just like through sheer physicality, maybe we can beat all these like 
you know, uh, the, these people that play for the uh, – there's a lot of teams in this league that were company teams that mm. like some mark like – you know, some uh, midtown marketing company has a has a rec soccer team. Yeah, and these are, and, advertising should be illegal. Yeah, and <laughs> one correct too that they all played in college. Like I played on a team, the best team that I ever played on. I was the wor- I was the second worst player on there, um, uh, and there were three guys who were all friends who all played. I don't, they, they didn't play at like, you know, the actual NCAA level, but they, they played at clubs, mm-hmm. I think at, at Harvard mm-hmm. and they were so fucking good, but they were, again, they were all Harvard guys. Yeah. And I know here, exactly the type of guy. And here I am. It's, it's me and the guy who I like best on the team was this guy named Sal who laid asphalt and lived in Queens and had and he called the one girl Ashley on her team Ashley and I really and I really enjoyed him like him and I were the defensive pairing like we were the two center backs and like and, and we we got a lot of mileage out of that it was just the two of us just beating people up and screaming <laughs> while the while all the finesse guys did their work up front it was a it really worked out and that was that's the one sports championship I've ever won in my life. Was was uh, that we won the uh, we won the division that year? Bowling, um, buddy. But <laughs> a bowling champion here. Oh, really? I, nice. Oh yeah, the Wolf Packs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Me, my friend from high school, and a couple. Yep, we won. We won a dream team. Patriots ball, bowling ball. Yeah, Bowling's quite impressive. Wait, only one? Like one ball? No, we won. We we each won one. Okay. I think everyone in the league got one. Everybody gets a ball. It's, 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 yeah, I think it was one of those. I <laughs> for all the winners and whoever pays for a trophy. I I enjoy I enjoy bowling, but I also um I don't bowl often. So when I go to bowl, I'll you know you'll bowl a couple strikes in a row and feel good. But then like as social bowling gatherings go, you're drinking. And as you drink yeah. more, if you're like me and you don't bowl very often, your ability drops off and drops off and drops off. And right. my competitiveness just my uh, my competitiveness only in soccer does it get ugly, and everything else I just get like a far away look in my eyes, and like I stop talking to people. No, I'm super competitive <laughs> with that, but like then I herniated two discs in my back <laughs> and I, I retired from bowling uh, forever. Uh, no, whenever I'm going so to a work bowling, I'm paid a Manning now. <laughs> whenever I go to a work bowling thing, I just stop talking at some point. I just like, I just I, I get too upset and I just I withdraw within myself. I can't the handle real it. fun ones are when you do those tournaments where you're paired up with people. It's like you draw who you are. I have one friend who's very just quiet, like humble guy. And he got paired up with this dude who got so angry at him every time he didn't bowl a strike. He's like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I hit a nine. <laughs> like it's pretty good. <laughs> and he, he was just getting torn apart by this random dude. And then he's playing worse. And then, yeah, no, then he goes on tilt and like, he starts rolling like, five or whatever and meanwhile they're like hey my partner's pretty good we're in third place 
he's just like, fuck this. I'm never doing this shit again. <laughs> and we never did. <laughs> we quit after that. Man of his word. Uh, uh, but, we used but, to have a hushed conversations about Mike where I would just like not have a lot to say, but he was like, he's very intense. He's like, God, I mean, he's no, I, his hundred bucks. I, I was, uh, our friend Tim, who was on the team, him and his now wife, Lauren, uh, I went out, uh, Tim just moved out of New York. Uh, he did the right thing. And, um, and he, I, I was talking about rec soccer with him. And uh, I was talking about my personality throughout all that. And just like, I don't know if like everybody particularly liked how I was all the time. And he's just like, you know, Lauren wasn't always into it. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> polite way of saying that. And it just like, uh, yeah, me and like, hey, maybe. Uh, I'm just like, but I, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I definitely noticed that when the league continues and I wasn't invited back, that I wasn't invited back. I've gotten those comments before, so it, you're not alone, brother. But I uh, look, my entire life has been built around wanting to hurt people and then pretend that I didn't know what happened. And that's and and like that's what's that there is exactly one sport where that's perfect. And, Rugby. And, and then <laughs> no, dude, you it, should have been playing men's league hockey in like the early nineties and eighties. They used to let people fight like regular. I didn't want to, but I didn't want to fight want because to I, fight because he wants to like. Stand and you can just throw hits. Way. You can just throw hits. You can. I mean, yeah. there's like so many. Playing hockey, there's so many options. Yeah. I would have, truth be told, but, but, but I would hook, get, I would get nuts. too mad. I would have Marty McSorley somebody. Oh yeah, my then God. You, then you get like arrested for that. Then you, yeah, Marty McSorley actually got arrested for that. I think I would have got too mad at some point. But no, that like what I did, um, God, Brendan, have I told the story on the show? I, I have, it, we're three hours deep on the show. It doesn't matter anymore. I will, I will tell in as quickly as I can possibly do it. I will t- I will tell the story about when the one time I me and somebody else got told to sit down at rec soccer. Oh my god, you got you got three minutes for this story. I will I will do it in thirty seconds. We oh, were playing god. rec league semifinal. <laughs> so we're we're playing. It's I am the worst player on our team at this point. Brendan's got a countdown clock. I'm not even gonna need all this time. Mm-hmm. Um, we were playing against my most hated rival, this guy Miles, who would like float team to team and just show up, and he's a dick and he's awful. And we've actually uh, never gotten into how shitty that league structure was. The, so all like, right, so the guys who run the league, Brendo it's basically trying to make you it, go it's over ba- time. Yeah, here. he's trying to make me go over. I think you're about to hit his time, like right don't, now. You barely don't, let him, started. don't let him sideline you. Come on. So the, this this league, it's the guys who run it and their friends, and they and they basically make up their own rules and one of these guys friends is this guy miles and he just got away with absolutely everything all the time and we played this brutal one one draw with them like a year ago on a different team and my friend tim who i mentioned before was on that team and i said if i ever get a shot at him i'm gonna take it Mm. and the next year much in the way that like the darren mccarty hit on claude lemieux Mm-hmm. In like in the Red Wings Avalanche rivalry, mm-hmm. I, Miles was doing this thing. It's a semifinal. He would drift uh, again. It, this is rec league soccer. So for mm-hmm. all my insane violence, his his cheating is just as stupid. Mm-hmm. He would go behind the goal, knowing that there's no linesmen, there's no cameras, there's just mm-hmm. the one referee. He'd go behind the goal, 
uh, during corner kicks and then run back on when no one was looking at him and try to sort of get into the mixer. And, and this guy, uh, uh, Steve, who was on our team, who was also, he, uh, he was very good and we've been invited to many parties at Steve's house and he makes entirely too much money in a weird way. He does things that we don't understand. He seems to just sell a bunch of like sporting goods on Amazon and make like $300,000 a year somehow. He's the kind of guy um, who says to you, like, I'm in textiles. You just go, like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Sense. Yeah, great. Well, I don't know how legit that seems, but. He plays on, like, eight different teams. He plays, like, 11 rec soccer games a week. Um, he, uh, he's, he's in good shape. He's in he's great in shape. incredible shape, yeah. He's, like, 38 years old. And he's, like, he is screaming to the referee that Miles is doing this. And this guy, Greg, on our team is just, like, it's, it doesn't matter, man. It's, like, it's fine. And I'm just, like. And I just went, I'm going to do something about it. <laughs> and Miles is behind the goal, and he comes circling around, and I'm watching him coming, and I stop, and I just plant, and I drop my shoulder into his chest, and I put him on his back. And he gets up at me fucking screaming, absolutely <laughs> losing his mind. And I did what anybody should do in that circumstance. I put my hands up and pretended I had no idea what happened. And, I just kept back, and just backing up and backing up as he just like is pushing me in my chest, screaming, why the fuck did you do that? Mm-hmm. And then the referee actually said, I don't know what happened. Both of you sit down. And he was their best player and I was our worst. And we both got told oh, to sit down. Perfect. And we won that game 4-1 and went on to win the final. So. Yeah, that's a perfect enforcer move right there. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly, that's, and that is my crowning achievement in all sports. Work. I, I I didn't play many sports, mostly because I was academically ineligible throughout high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but that is my crowning sports achievement, except for playing rec, uh, playing little league football as a child when I pushed the center into the quarterback and got a sack that way. That's my that's number two. That's pretty badass. When the ball hit the ground, it was a dead ball back then. They didn't want kids getting hurt diving for fumbles. Mm. And you know what? That's fair. Mm. Uh, I think with that, we're going to end our holiday special, uh, at least recording it. I don't care. What a okay. wonderful holiday it is. Um, and I guess just before we leave, you know, if you want to plug something, we'll go to you one at a time and uh, just tell us what you're going to do with your $2,000 stimulus check. All right. Um, sure, oh, yeah, we'll go to yeah. Neil first. Yeah, go ahead, Neil. Okay, so wow, Neil I, I, would, I, would like to, I would like to plug um, – I would like to plug uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, um, the Ron Howard movie. Um, <laughs> the better version, of course. Sick. Well, I, I just want to plug, specifically, I want to plug the, the blackface character in uh, that movie that seemingly no one is aware of. I bring it up every Retract year. Retract my previous statement <laughs> if any students are listening in the future. Yeah. Did not bring, know about that. <laughs> see, I know, I know. I bring it up all the time. No one is aware of it somehow. You can yeah. go on. You can go on Twitter and search it. You can find the images. It's literally one of the cashiers uh, is in blackface. So I just wanted to let everyone know that that is in the Ron Howard Trench. Um, on the subject of the two thousand dollars stimulus, I just want to say real quick uh, that Chuck Schumer has backed AOC and Rashida Tlaib's amendment for two thousand dollars. So, uh, let's go. <laughs> Getting closer I, and closer. I can't. If this happens, I can't. I can't believe that this actually happens. Uh, Neil, if it, it happened on thing? air. That'd be crazy. What silly it's thing not going to happen on air. You buy with your stimulus check, Neil. 
I'm going to spend $2,000 promoting my tweets and screenshots um, on Instagram of the blackface character in the Grinch so that some the people will finally get mad about it. Don't know. Someone how has to do it. Yeah. I fell into the trap. Okay, like I. You all, I'll find, I'll find a screenshot and I'll drop it in the chat while uh, you guys are saying what you're going to do with your money. Uh, Tegan, do you want to promote your Instagram or do you not care? I mean, I'm already famous, so. Oh, Very true. Right. You, you certainly have more followers than me on just about every platform. I mean, I'm I'm a young girl, and back in the day, I used to post ass shots, so that'll happen. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is old valor you have here. I'm you a, the word. Yeah. I'm Residu- residual followers. Yeah. Sorry, guys. they drop every minute. I post pictures of me and my cat. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to spend your, your stimulus check on? What's uh, my other cat. <laughs> Oh, that's my, how you want to try and buy another cat. Three-legged goose. Can't wait. Uh, wait, you you not uh, not officially adopted a three-legged cat? You're or in the process of adopting a three-legged cat. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yep. Is that cost more than a four-legged cat? Like, is it bred out? I I just have to <laughs> get bred <laughs> I, out a four. Well, it's unnecessary in the end. No, I, I I just have to buy like you know like another litter box and like special okay. things so it can get around, but. I'll probably blow the rest of it on like booze and drugs. I don't know. Uh, Matt, what are you gonna what are you gonna spend your uh, your stimulus money on? Uh, I think I'm going to. No. I don't know. Wait, do you have some news? Oh uh, uh, well, Neil news. posted the blackface Grinch. Oh. <laughs> in in the chat. All right, I'll react to this in real time. Oof. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to spend my 2000 I was only expecting 600 so I was just like, I'm going to pay off my credit card. But now I got like 800 bucks to work with. So <laughs> if, all right, well, it, it, it's, uh, if you pay off your credit card, you're doing what all those financial analysts say that you should do, which is, the. I mean, Look, is it a smart thing to do? Yes. Is it the satisfying thing to do? Absolutely not. So, no, that's true. Uh, true. But don't let don't let a podcast that loses nineteen dollars a month tell you uh, what you should do with your money. Wait, but how much is like a Vespa? Maybe I'll get like a scooter. Ooh. Get around on a scooter. I would love to have a Vespa. Nice down payment on one of those babies. I think maybe I'll invest my money in uh, I'll invest my money in Tesla then. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do. Excellent. You know what? That as stupid as that sounds, it's probably not the worst idea. Like that's... obviously, like it's offensive to me. Oh, yes. uh, but it's also like it's probably the correct thing to do. I have some crazy idea that uh, the stock price is gonna go insane just because of how stupid everything is. Everyone's an idiot, and everyone loves Elon yeah. Musk. And like, I think Elon Musk's popularity is. No matter what, stu- like he can call anybody a child rapist, and he can have any number of his cars or rockets blow up, and his net worth just keeps increasing. And it, and I think investing in Tesla is probably the smart thing to do, it, even if I find it reprehensible. I mean, his wife is out there donating billions, or ex-wife, right? Uh, well, ex-wife or is it uh, well, his current his current wife. Uh, decided that she didn't really care about politics anymore after she married, got involved with him. 
Grimes taking anti-imperialist out of her Twitter bio when she started dating Elon Musk is really one of the funniest things. Very what good. A wonderful faux pas. Right there. Uh, who hasn't answered the stimulus question? Uh, Mike has that would not be answered. Me. Uh, That'd be me because I do have a million things to plug, sir. Okay. If I may, Ooh. absolutely. One, please link up any of my terrible podcasts that I produce. Illegal Screen, Gambling Degenerates, The Friar Podcast. It's about college basketball. We had a college basketball player on it recently. We have a lot of followers for some reason. It's really <laughs> weird. Um, and then my last thing to plug is if anyone wants to play fantasy hockey, I'm trying to put together a league. So just sort of taking the temperature of the room here, mm-hmm. probably need about five. Do it. Don't. Brendan's have... right out. I'm. I'm a maybe. I don't I'll, know if I'll I. Maybe. I, I don't, do I, I don't know if I I don't know if Matt's in, but I, I don't I don't know if I have the the wherewithal for it. It's yeah, you were you were kind of like the whatever. third best owner I had when we did it last season. All right, well then I'm in. Um, I'm back in. Okay. Uh, I, I, again, my my girlfriend's family are Rangers season ticket owners, so I I and every time I bring up hockey, she tells me Perfect. I don't know anything about hockey, and I always Perfect take offense doll. to that. I'll set them up with some garbage Rangers thing since I, mean, I know you might my know best hockey, friend works at MSG. <laughs> uh, and 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 when I was last time I was at a Ranger game with her, um, uh, we saw Chris Christie there, and I was specifically told I was not allowed to say anything to him because I yeah, last him. time I was at a Rangers game, I sat next to a bunch of cops, and uh, it was one of the worst <laughs> nights of my life. Legitimately. I, I was, it was I, very bad. I was at one point six feet from Chris Christie and I wasn't allowed to say or do anything. Damn, <laughs> that owns. by threat of who? Your girlfriend? Well, it's it's her family's tickets. You know, it's I'm not yeah, allowed to, I'm not allowed I'm not allowed to you gotta, you gotta do a drive by insult when you're on the move. You can't say it from your seat. You do a drive by insult and then you walk around and you take a lap in the stadium and then you go sit back down. Bitch, fucking bitch. There's a video of that guy doing it in the baseball stadium, right? Yeah. Well everyone well, Chris Christie would famous Chris Christie has responded to absolutely everyone who's ever confronted him in public, yeah. whether or not he's holding an ice cream cone. <laughs> and, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I saw he was talking to some guy. I came out of the, the I came out of the bathroom, and he's standing right there, just talking to some guys. And uh, and I'm just like, as you do, keep on walking. Um, and also, also speaking of cops, uh, PK Subin has the some sort of blue line program. I don't know if you guys were aware. Wait, hold um, on, because I could tell you stories about Subons and the cops. Oh, yeah, because probably the same thing, but the NHL, the most racist league out there. Um, That's right. One of their programs that they really want to promote um, is P.K. Subin pays for a police officer to take a so-called underprivileged child to a hockey game, and then they take photos together, so cops have to take black kids to hockey games. And uh, usually it looks like the children are not having fun at all. Black <laughs> children's two favorite things, police and hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, and I, I just love going on the Reddit r slash hockey and just like getting downvoted just into freaking oblivion um, for saying it like mean stuff about the police all the time. <laughs> I happen to know that police have bullied uh, his brother. 
So you guys who been, brother? Malcolm, the yeah, goalie. Yeah, that's just the that goalie. fucking program. They're like, yeah. they're all assholes. Bizarre. <laughs> so, that's well, weird. I wouldn't have thought strange. that, but whatever. He, uh, PK Subban is, he, he's annoying. Like, he, uh, he, he out with the rock. That's annoying. He has a PK the, Subban jersey for the Devils. <laughs> he has, um, I mean, he is kind of, he was kind of sick on the ice. So I guess he's not as good anymore. Not on the Devils, though. No. He was really bad. He's pretty sick the, on the Canadians. The, the Devils have a lot of problems that go well beyond him, specifically the fact that they can't, uh, score or See, defend. that's good enough to play fantasy hockey, Mike. <laughs> you're in. Yeah, it sounds like you're in. Come on, please. You son of a bitch, you're in. Hang on, hang on a second. Oh, boy. All I'm right. begging people to join the league. I need, like, Kipo used to be in it, and I gotta get him somehow. I gotta get my actual friends, so none of them know mm. hockey. Mm. Is this, very, is this the greater Megavault universe? This still? is. This is my fifth the, one. Is there like I gotta uh, put up my 1995 Stanley Cup championship hat. It's a great Let's hat. Go. That got off, off is there like continuity to that league? Can you, t- yeah, can there you is. trade There's... baseball picks for football picks? No. No. You should oh, no. That. You know Someone has tried to do that. <laughs> you should do that. That sounds great. Ooh. The you first time we, the first fantasy football league I ever played in, uh, I made it to the final and um this is in like 2007 and uh uh and the guy that i was playing against managed to trade taco bell for randy moss in time for the final and it was the maybe the most pissed off i've ever been in my taco life bell I, for actually randy moss. that reminds me of uh A-Rod i, I still wanted for a chicken sandwich in the mega vault the first it's, year it's when we were in high school absolutely <laughs> fucked uh, you know what? The guy made out better in the trade. A-Rod really had a bad finish to the year, as I remember. He got, I, you know, $8 worth of value because it was a private <laughs> school. So chicken sandwiches are like $9 there. Uh, in any case, no, uh, uh, P.K. Subban has like uh, LeBron's same posting energy, but without LeBron's like, you know, charisma so uh, I, I lebron is still LeBron's not, he's he's Le- just he just is lebron so like no matter what type of yeah. guy he is he is lebron Le- lebron is something of an unbearable dork but mm-hmm. he's uh, like a two doors figure yeah <laughs> but yeah but like pk subban is is uh is also very annoying uh and posts it with that exact same energy but with like a guy who has one one hundredth of LeBron's like following mm-hmm. or like influence, mm-hmm. and it's also like uh, his wife is similarly annoying, Lindsey Vaughn. So like it's yeah, they're cloud, the, they're cloud sharks, I think. Absolutely, the the two of them combined are just like uh, they are. They want to be influencers mm-hmm. and like are, like actual like the actual influencers who are just you know normal people with just like well curated instagrams are more popular and successful than they are <laughs> even though they even though between the two of them they're more like successful in their given fields than those mm. people could ever dream to be in you know whatever social media marketing or whatever those people actually aspire to um also i just wanted to say something quick about fantasy hockey that is uh, this would be um you know a nice little game you can do is uh, something that will get you banned from your uh, from your fantasy basketball league, um, but will not certainly not get you banned from your fantasy hockey uh, team. Is if you have an all white team, 
Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, someone I know from high has school picked immediate an all red white, flag. Picked an all white fantasy basketball team in their Yahoo hey. league, and, and immediately Ooh. got <laughs> immediately got kicked out of the league. That's incredible. <laughs> I mean, you you theoretically could. You theoretically <laughs> could. Just trading your first three picks. For I Luka. don't. I don't follow college basketball too closely. Um. Does Iowa have an all-white starting five? I don't think so. The, they're they're ranked. They're ranked yeah. and ranked relatively high, though, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I do produce a college basketball podcast, but I have no fucking clue, <laughs> honestly. So, um, I but I was watching Sports Center, and that's the and I was just like, oh man, I'm just like I think they have uh, Iowa is ranked number four right now. Um. But let me see here. Um, Trying to beat you to the... Connor McCaffrey, CJ Frederick, Joe Weiskamp, Jack uh, uh, Nunge, Luca Garza, uh, starting five. Um. All right, we're going to end the show. Four, four, out, of, four <laughs> out of five. There we go, Brenda. We're ending the show. <laughs> I think That's four it. out of five of Iowa's uh, starters are white. Brendo has thrown down yeah. the hammer right. on that. Can we all, all say right. what we're going to do with the money? Did everyone? Uh, I did not. Uh, no, my, Brendan and I have not gone yet. Brendan, what would you do with the money? Uh, I'm going to buy Harry Potter Funko Pops and Little Red <laughs> Swords. I'm going to buy. Stain. I have. I've. I've already bought the thing that I wanted, which was a. Uh, a polar vantage multi-sport watch. However, I settled for the polar vantage M rather than the polar vantage V2 because it's a difference of about $220. And, um, could I have gotten the better polar running watch now? Seems like you could have, maybe I could have, if it's $2,000, but you know what? I think it'll be fine. It'll measure my heart rate. Just fine. Uh, it'll measure my sleep better and I'll become a more fantastic athlete throughout, uh, through this. Um, I intend to run a sub three marathon at some point. Uh, I've never done that before. I've never run any marathon before. Uh, so obviously this is asking a lot. Um, you need to watch. Oh, final I plug, of course. The wa- without the, the watch, tide. without the watch, I'm nothing. <laughs> the dismal tide. The, no, the dismal tide running club has to be your. The dismal final. tide run club, T- Tegan. I invited you to the dismal tide run club. On Discord. On no, just in general. I've oh. we spoke. <laughs> I sent you a letter on, yeah. on your episode. Yeah, Brendan mailed you. Brendan sent you a letter, and uh, I don't know if you check your mail. I know you a lot of people posts. don't, but. Uh, Point is, Dismal Tide Run Club, and this is, if anyone's still listening, three hours deep on this episode, Dismal Tide Run Club is free to join for anybody on Strava. But you like get Mike, in there. Have you ever seen me run before? No. Have you seen me run? Well, I'm not fast. No, but you're in there, and your <laughs> miles are counted. Like, and that, like, seven-year-old woman. <laughs> I'm not I, fast. I'm, listen, I'm not great. That's not the point. The point is we all get in there and we run the miles together and we say like that was good or bad or whatever. And then uh, we I look actually, at each actually, and we I say, just review Battlestar Galactica. No, Mike has a great bit, which is that the descriptions of all of his runs are, are 
like I don't know what five hundred words, five hundred word reviews of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I, I watch the descri- episode while I run because uh, I'm on a mm. treadmill. So yeah, uh, okay, I see. and and um, and I like mats are also very good. Where it's just like the description of it is just the word pain. Yeah, like <laughs> I I enjoy those as well. But I would like Dismal Tide Run Club to get better. I want it to get to the point where I can make shirts, which is I would do it right Ooh. now. I don't care. With two thousand dollars, nice. I'm in. If if I get two thousand dollars, I will make Dismal Tide Run Club shirts and mail them to anybody who's interested. It, that is a fucking promise okay. that anybody Excellent. who wants a Dismal Tide Run Club shirt, and I know that because of the, the way that this I show goes, I will mail for free anybody a Dismal Tide Run Club shirt and I know that it will not cost me more than $150 based that, on the popularity is, of the show. That is the two hour and 47 minute promise of the if Dismal anybody, Tide. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody in still here shorter right now, than The Hobbit. Okay, Mike, running, Matt, I've Neil, off, Tegan. I've been running off the grid so I could run on the grid. Neil's off the grid. Brendan won't run because it's plantar fasciitis and he sleeps in his night shoes. No. no. <laughs> it's, in, it's, what are night shoes? Uh, when no, you, you get plantar fasciitis real that. bad. When but Brennan had plantar fasciitis pretty bad, and he had to get some like protective <laughs> boots that he slept in. They they flex your foot all night, mm. so the Achilles tendon can stretch out. It sucks. <laughs> and then I started I started saying, well, I only have to wear them when it's bad. I don't wear them all every night. Mike definitely overblew that. I haven't worn them in three years. I'm just a good sport. How bad is? I'm, I'm just laughing, thinking about making fun of you, but I'm not gonna do it. But I don't know. I, just, I don't know. I have a lot of jokes that you would never recover from. I have a lot of things that would cut you deep, but I won't uh, it's, because I'm a friend. It's just like headgear for your feet, I guess. I don't know. It just seems like something you would get made fun. It's not your fault. It just looks like it a cast. Like, yeah. It just looks like a cast. Honestly, it's black, black hard plastic. Like it just mm-hmm. looks like I broke my foot. Just give up already at that point. Get a CPAP machine and just <laughs> your life is over. But I'm sorry. Yeah, everyone yeah, I everyone I know that uh, ever had like uh, again, no one my age has had a, a CPAP yet. But of uh, common people I've worked with or uncles who were told to, to use the CPAP, everyone rejects it. Like they're just like, yeah, I tried it and I hate it and I can't do it. You know, it works instead is you get uh, a special pillow that um, inflates um, based on your snoring, and then it like pushes up your head. Because that's what my dad has. Because he has CPAP, and he never wanted to use it. But then he got a special pillow, and it greatly reduced the snoring. So the answer is special pillow. Okay, that's actually I I could get down with that. That sounds awesome. All of my snoring that my girlfriend complains about is because I'm too drunk and fall asleep on my back. Mm. If I'm on my side, not so much. But if I if I if I fall asleep, that's one thing. If I pass out, that's another. If I'm Mm. on my back. Then it's oh yes, Brendan. Yeah, Brendo's yes. got the boot going up in the chest. There it is. <laughs> How do you sleep There's in there? Such holiday cheer in this it's episode. Not, I hope that's, that, that's what we were going for. So Again, the Digital Tide Unlistenable Christmas Special 2020. I really hope you kept it recording after strap. It's still recording. The light is on. A strap on my toes here. Strap mid shin. Strap on the shin, and it's flexing my foot so that my Achilles tendon can stretch out. And uh, of course, my close friend saw this and said, "Well, fuck that. That's funny, and we're gonna make fun of you for this for years." Um, and uh, the worst of it, I did to myself. I started singing Bob Seger "Night Shoes." <laughs> 
feel like I need to never forget this. <laughs> I haven't worn them in years. I just haven't. Wearing corrective night shoes. <laughs> night shoes. Uh, yeah, I just wear them in case I ever join the Dismal Tide Run Club. Fourth I, different hat. No, when I moved to New York City, I was walking instead of driving. And after like three months, I was like, yeah, I can't walk at all anymore. Like, what's going on with my feet? I had to wear boots. They're just like, well, you need to wear an insole and you need to World Series champions right there. I mean, Brendan, I can't, I can't even speak. I literally have to get like fully corrected. Hats for every team. So, say, yeah, everybody's got something. This is as far as they go. Again, I haven't worn them in years. So, you know. Brendan's trying to brag about how healthy he is. I'm not trying to have it. No, I'm. This is just why I'm not joining the Dismal Tide Run Club because I'll have to wear the night shoes again. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have any other great. Neil really uh, likes the night shoes. I don't know why. I don't know why it's getting me so good. Um, I and I just want to point shoes. out that nobody is spending their stimulus check on rent, so uh, we don't need the stimulus. Dude, I it's all basically live at my parents. Yeah. Technically, <laughs> like, I don't technically own this. I'm I'm trying to get back so when, when I when I give up on everything and move back to New Jersey. That's what I'm I'm trying to get in on. I'm trying I'm trying to talk my family into having a compound. <laughs> yeah, where yeah, we have, where we just have one large property where it's basically you know, like the like basically like the righteous gemstones, mm-hmm. where it's just like there's a bunch of houses behind one gate, and I think that would be ideal. I've Imagine actually, that, but spread across Rhode Island. Yeah, I've got <laughs> I've got seeds planted in multiple communes now. There was always the one we talked about in our living situation in Brooklyn. There's the the Fresco Lagoon, which is our commune. Twitch channel. Uh, we got a commune there. And then there's a commune with uh, my old trivia team. And none of them are going to happen. But you know what? Bet. Just I don't want to derail the time. episode anymore, but RIP to trivia, man. Yeah, bar trivia is <laughs> over. That was a tough loss. All right. The whole it, I think it'll make a comeback, to be honest. It'll make a comeback in a couple of months, but... <laughs> Been everyone like Patty like Mo like Jersey? Wait, are we doing jerseys? Is that uh, we're just doing all the